0: introduction. I I can hardly wait to hear what I'm going to say.
1: Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway.
0: Ah, grandchildren, you never know what they're going to say. Four-year-old Seth is looking out the window. He says, it's raining so much it's not supposed to rain. It's Sunday. Good point. His little brother Noah calls Seth Seth and Caleb his tummy is his bumba. Cars are One of my grandkids told me, Grandpa, you're bald. You look extinguished. (laughs) Kids have such a different way of saying things. Erica says when my son was maybe seven or eight, he asked me, why do I always see signs that say penny saliva everywhere? I had no idea what he was talking about until he pointed one out to me. We live in Pennsylvania, penny saliva. Jess says my son calls grated Parmesan cheese spaghetti sprinkles, and now our whole family calls it that. Shay says, my six-year-old claims her eight-year-old brother gives her migrating headaches. (laughs) That would be migraines. To Tara's little one, detergent is laundry sauce. Claire's three-year-old calls watches time bracelets. Reminds me of the joke, ever try eating a clock? It's time consuming. Do kids in your life say something differently than you would say it? Emily's kids call the washing machine the wetter, as in the opposite of the dryer. Melody's daughter loves salad. Every time they go to a restaurant, she orders leaves and dip. Salad. One lady said both my children were in tears upon discovering Grand Rapids, Michigan was not full of enormous bunnies. Grand Rabbits was how they had been pronouncing it. Alyssa says, Underground Town is what my daughter calls cemeteries, and fooders were waitresses. Sarah says, My four year old calls spaghetti, Sir Daddy. One little guy calls the Statue of Liberty the Statue Delivery. (laughs) His mom asked why. He said she delivers things. Our six-year-old thinks we keep our food in the pine tree. The pantry, not to be confused with the huge evergreen right outside our kitchen door. Well, the words of kids are anything but normal. They say things so differently it grabs our attention and makes us smile. I know adults, too, who have found different ways of saying things. I think of Chris. His words were once used to tear others down, to blaspheme. They brought division and divorce. And then a miracle happened. Chris believed in Jesus, accepted him as his Lord and Savior, and in time, God got a hold of Chris's tongue. For a living, Chris restores houses. Even better, he restores relationships by finding a different way of saying things. Proverbs 18.21 says, "...the tongue has the power of life and death." May we use our tongues to say things that aren't normally said. I talked with a girl who told me I never heard one word of encouragement growing up in our home. Wow. Let's go out of our way to encourage others, to build them up. Rather than complain, let's say things that aren't normally said, things we're thankful for, even when we don't feel like it, especially when we don't feel like it. All around us are people who could use a fresh infusion of words rightly spoken, life-giving words. Proverbs 15.4 says, The soothing tongue is a tree of life, but a perverse tongue crushes the spirit. I'm told that an unchecked fire can double in size every minute. If your tongue is bringing division, destruction, and death, bring it to life by asking for forgiveness and help. God will help you find a different way to say things, which reminds me of the little guy who said, my dog is non-apologetic. He meant hypoallergenic.
1: Dad jokes, encouragement, biblical truth. What more could you want? If you're enjoying what you're hearing on Laugh Again, we encourage you to share with a friend the vehicle of laughter and stories of shared struggles open the door for the gospel to be welcomed into heavy hearts in need of the hope of Jesus. So go ahead and share Laugh Again today. It might just leave an impact deeper than you could ever imagine. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter
0: to life.